Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking about RSA's announcement of the breach of its Secure ID product line. I'm talking with David Nevetta, founding partner of the Information Law Group and co-chair of the American Bar Association's Information Security Committee. David, thank you so much for joining me. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. From what we've seen, David, what do we think that we know about RSA's announcement? Well, I mean, this is a starting matter. We, we need to be very careful about speculation in this context. We, we don't know that much at this point. Um, we do know that there appears to have been some sort of breach uh, described as an advanced persistent threat by RSA that on some level has exposed or, or uh, been targeted at their secure ID um, services and, and product. Um, according to the RSA, there wasn't any personally identifiable information at issue, and they don't believe that this would impact on some level their customers' uh, security at this point. Uh, they, it appears that they believe they have it uh, taken care of or uh, at least addressed on some level, but I'm sure there's still a lot going on in the background that we're not aware of, and I'm sure there will be for, for some time uh, in, in addressing this breach. Um, but, you know, right now we need to just deal with the information we have and, and not get into speculation too far. So I'm sure customers globally are asking themselves the same question, which is what's the message to RSA's customers from this announcement? Well, and I think that this is going to be the main task of RSA over the next uh, over a short-term period of time here is helping their customers to understand exactly uh, what, to what extent they may be exposed and what risk is involved here. Um, I'm sure that there is a uh, frantic communication effort that's being developed in the background to help uh, the, their customers, RSA, to help their customers understand what this what potential threat is. So I, I would say for customers now, if I was going to provide a message, I would be telling them, you know, first of all, let's not, there's no need to panic on any level. Um, and uh, it, you know, on some level, it should be business as usual. However, they may want to uh, more closely monitor the activities around the use of their secure ID um, products and tokens. Uh, and also, I would also say um, one of the things I would do as a customer, I would be um, engaging RSA and asking for additional information to, to better understand exactly what happened here and what it means to the, the ability to use uh, Secure ID uh, going forward. David, perhaps you can help put this situation in perspective. We know that the RSA Secure ID is a common solution. What does this announcement mean to the global information security industry? Well, I, I think what it means on some level is that if, if, if the bad guys out there want to uh, get to someone, uh, even the, the most uh, highly reputable organizations in the industry, uh, they can and, uh, if, if they want. And, and this is the kind of a situation I think is arising uh, not only with respect to the security industry, but in general. Um, if, if, if there's a, a target that is obtained or, or desired by the hacker community, a certain group of hackers at least, uh, and they, they go for it and they're persistent about it, uh, there's a good chance of, of a potential breach. And perhaps it's because I uh, help with breach response on a regular basis. Uh, to me, a lot of companies might be thinking that a breach is not a matter of if, but a matter of when, and that if you are a high enough profile type of target and someone really wants to get after you, uh, they might 
have a good chance of actually succeeding. And when you see stories like this, uh, or companies who you think you know, they would be the least likely to be actually have a, uh, to be, they might be a high target, but they're the least likely to actually uh, potentially suffer a breach. Uh, I think it shakes the uh, kind of the foundation of, of what security means and, and uh, how secure you can actually be in, in this day and age. I know we're early in the story cycle here, but what do you see as potential legal ramifications from what we've learned? Well, uh, first off, if there was no personal information involved, then um, the breach notice laws uh, that would typically apply when personal information is breached wouldn't apply, so that wouldn't be an issue. Um, I see the legal ramifications uh, being uh, on the contractual level, potentially between RSA and its customers. Um, I'm sure RSA has its robust, uh, robust contract to help protect itself. Um, it will depend exactly on what duties and obligations are in that contract, but uh, if this were the type of attack to render uh, the secure ID <coughs> system and product uh, uh, insecure or unreliable, there, there could be potential contract obligations that uh, someone might allege if were, were violated, and so that I think needs to be looked at. Uh, if uh, further down the line, let's say there is, there is some sort of um, breach and uh, that breach of a customer was caused on some level by a, a token that had been exposed or breached, um, it's possible that the security breach suffered by a client could, could blow back to RSA on some level, again, uh, depending on whether or not uh, the breach could be tied to uh, a problem with the token arising out of RSA's own breach. So. Uh, there's kind of two levels of this. I, I would say the first level is just the general uh, whether or not the token uh, can be used and is reliable and secure uh, currently and whether that implicates contract issues. And then to the extent that a RSA client were to suffer a breach because of something going wrong with the token, then whether or not uh, RSA mature or have some liability because of that, that type of security breach. I've got to employ a legal term here, and I've got to ask, David, is there any precedent for a situation such as we're seeing unfold? Um, no, at this point. I think this is a, a rare circumstance um, uh, where we have a security product itself that may be uh, uh, weakened as far as uh, whether it's, uh, it can be used reliably. Uh, uh, and we don't know exactly what's going to happen at this point, whether the breach was a serious enough breach that it would undermine the reliability of the token or, or not. But uh, I think it's kind of, a, you know, like everything else, waiting for the facts. We'll have to wait and see what happens here. Uh, hopefully nothing nothing occurs, and hopefully this is something that uh, can be remedied and, and, uh, and everyone can move forward, and, uh, and hopefully it won't happen again. So at this point, it's too early to tell whether this is going to cause uh, additional issues and whether it, sell, whether it could create a precedent on its own level. Final question for you, David. What advice would you offer to RSA Secure ID customers who are, who are wondering about how secure their own systems are? Yeah, well, I, I think that the, the first question is if you're wondering how secure your systems are, uh, I, I would analyze um, and get information from RSA as to what happened here on some level and to better understand what the exposure may be. And then, like like all security professionals uh, uh, are normally engaged in, I would, I would do basically a risk assessment to see uh, whether or not, based on the information you can obtain, whether or not this poses a risk to the organization. 
Uh, I wouldn't panic. Uh, I, I still think, uh, based on what we've heard in, uh, from RSA and, and the press, that uh, there's no reason, no reason to panic yet. But there is definitely a reason just to to um, be aware of the issue and try to get as much information as possible about the issue so you can figure out how it might impact your organization. Um, so that's my advice uh, at this point. Very good. David, thank you for your time and your insight today. Thank you. I appreciate it. We've been talking about RSA. We've been talking with David Nevetta of the Information Law Group. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.